Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard all the evidence. I submit that this was not a hot-blooded crime of passion. Consider this. A revolver holds six bullets, not eight. That means that he fired the gun empty and then stopped to reload. By the power vested in me by the state of Maine, I hereby order you to serve two life sentences back to back. One for each of your victims. So be it. Welcome back, everyone. You were listening to Me and My Dad Watch, where you better get busy living or get busy dying. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Frank Darabont's The Shawshank Redemption. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know, Dad, what are we under the influence of? In this episode, we are forsaking wine. We are. We're getting old with it. You know why? Because it. it's summertime, and I don't know. Uh, maybe because I am old, and that's why <laughs> we're switching to the old-fashioned. Yeah. Wild Turkey 101. I've already drank three-quarters of the bottle. Wow, yeah. Not you, tonight. Yeah, thankfully. We yeah. had, you know, podcasting As you can tell, I'm still speaking fairly well, but maybe by the end of the show. Well, I'll we're be. out in the prison yard watching Muskie and Trump just, like, lift weights with the rest of the prisoners. Like, we're trying to have a good time. So it yeah. makes sense that maybe we would... Switch it up. I don't think red wine in the hot sun. We're in fucking Texas, for Christ's sake. So it makes sense for us to maybe get a little wild, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Uh-oh. Did you put airplane mode on? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. It's Wayne. Whoa. All right. Wayne. Uh, yeah, I understand why he wouldn't want to read. Really. Yeah, he might be pissed. He's not going to be inside the prison walls. Whoa, Wayne. Hey, <laughs> buddy. Um, I understand, you know... You might be pissed here. I'm so sorry to announce that we kind of don't really have a pour at the moment. We've already poured it out. We're drinking our drinks. <laughs> so, like... But we will give you a toast. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, more than okay, right? Yeah. What? Okay. Uh, hey, well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, if, I think it, if it's booze, it's booze. And we then... have to, like, do a little, like, I don't know, some sort of ceremonial uh, pardon in that way with a nice cheers. Let's so. clink. Yeah. Hey. All right, Wayne. Uh, sorry, buddy. Cheers, I'm, Wayne. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna hang up this call because you kind of got what you needed to do. Just like, I mean, what is Wayne's preferred drink, anyways? What would lean? Really? Lean? It's like cough syrup and Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we should try that on the pod. Wow, that would change yeah. the mood yeah, uh, and maybe get us like seriously addicted. I don't want to end up like Juice World and have like a, a fucking heart attack. No, I got enough problems. Did this. you hear a LeBron James kid had a heart attack today? 18 years old. Yeah, he had like a... I'm not kidding. He had like a heart attack during a USC workout. It was like super random. He apparently is fine. He was in the ICU. But yeah, LeBron's kid recently uh, admitted to USC had a heart attack today. What? Yeah. It's crazy world out there, you know? Aliens are, are coming to the forefront. 18-year-olds are having heart attacks. Uh, little Wayne is, is just looking for pores, you know? I mean, did he just have it because he was he was working out and then he just had a... I think it was the expectations of your dad being LeBron, you know? Just like that pressure is just too much for any young boy. <laughs> Maybe he just had a panic attack. <laughs> I've been there. I think we all have. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, uh, Bronny... There's been a couple times where I thought I was, you know, potentially having a heart attack, but it was just a panic attack. Yeah, panic, depression, whatever it is, but we'll... They're we'll... like, go home, take a Xanax... <laughs> Don't come back. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know if a bar is like perfect for uh, cardiac arrest, but, you know, let's do another cheers for Bronny, I guess, in yeah. that respect. To a healthy heart uh, yeah. with whiskey in our, our No, that's fucking... sad. I'm, I'm, 
I'm hoping, you know, they do. We're not choosing because he got a... No, 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 absolutely. Of course. But we're getting a little off into the weeds already, uh, as we often do. But, Dad, was there anything you wanted to tell us about this all-time classic movie? This is, like, you know, kind of up there with some of the other ones. Really, the most... uh, The worst movie we've watched is probably The Longest Yard. But this is, like, an all-timer, easily. Absolutely. This is the 1994 American drama, Shawshank Redemption. Yes. And it was written and directed by Frank Darabont. Mm. And it was based on the Stephen King novella, Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, Stephen King coming off the top row. Which I I guess I had forgotten about that, but I was like surprised. I was like, oh shit, there's another. I mean, it's amazing how there's a lot of movies out there, like, you know, not the big name ones that Stephen King is associated with. I mean. <laughs> well, Stand By Me and this one are probably his most like critically acclaimed movies. Right. And it has nothing to do with horror. Well, I think it was his most successful uh, movie that... Yeah, sorry. Keep going. I mean, unless It or something. I don't know, but... Um, I think It probably cleaned. We'll, we might have to check that after the fact. But keep going. And when it came out, it was it was sort of a disappointment. It only earned like $16 million during its initial theater, uh, theatrical run. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess at the same time, because Pulp Fiction had been out... And uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah. And uh, people don't like prison movies. Yeah. Supposedly. It had a weird name. And also, I just looked it up. It had $701 million box office. So, yeah, that sort of blew this one out of the fucking water. What, It? Yeah, It was huge. Oh. It was enormous. Yeah. But uh, I completely understand maybe the uh, the trepidations of, like, getting invested in a prison movie when you could have seen Pulp Fiction or Forrest Gump. But where of those three... How would you rank that from the the power rankings there? In terms of what, like your favorite of the three, like would it Pulp be Pulp Fiction? I'm gonna. Uh, I like Forrest Gump. Gump two, Shawshank three. Yeah. Damn. The... I mean, I, I probably really like this movie, but at the same point, it just it wasn't like one that I remember. Yeah. Well, I think its reputation preceded so far ahead of me actually seeing it because this was the first time I ever saw this movie. I had known the ending. Uh, I've known like parts of it, the uh, Zawantaneo and all the other sort of like referential, like Brooks was here, like all that stuff was sort of like in the culture. But uh, see, yeah. unfortunately, no, maybe see, not. Wantaneo. Unfortunately, is that I've reached a point in my life, um, turning sixty. Mm-hmm. where I've seen so many of these movies, but I actually had a really good time watching it because I, I've forgotten, really, the gist of most movies. Like, yeah. I, I really can't... You rediscovered like, shit reme- <laughs> you watched. Yeah, no, I, re- I remember them, you know, sort of what they're about, but I can't remember scene for scene. And it's sort of funny for me because I can remember so many things in my life, like, vividly. Mm-hmm. But movies... For some reason, maybe I was just, you know, fucked up when I watched them. I, mean, I think a lot of people enjoy movies under the influence as yeah. much as we enjoy doing it as a podcast. So it makes sense that you probably have a little uh, brownout every, uh, every once in well, a while. Well, the thing is, this came out in 94, and I was, you know, my partying days were beyond me. I mean, I had mm. been with your mother for a couple of years, and um, but I don't remember this movie. I mean, I remember it, but I, like really enjoyed watching it again yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. i liked it a lot i think it was a really great uh movie all around you know it was a little hallmarky in the way and i think one of our uh letterbox comments might say that but 
I agree. There was just some like kitschiness, which is what you're going to get with a Stephen King adaptation. Stephen King just has like a certain way of always having a shadow on the project. And that's just like his, his way of writing characters. I mean, as far as fun facts, and I don't know that this is actually a fun fact, but it was it was nominated for seventy seven Academy Awards. Yeah, yeah. Was uh, it like the most? Okay, that was where it was the most for a Stephen King film adaptation. Easily, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I guess The Shining didn't get all that much respect. Um, what you call it? It definitely didn't. Uh, Stand by Me did. Yeah. yeah. Because after it got all the Academy Awards, it went back to a re-release and it grossed uh, seventy-three million. Didn't uh, Stephen King never cash the check right. for the uh, <laughs> for the rights yeah, for this um, one? Darabont actually paid him five thousand dollars for the you know the rights to the movie. Damn. And then he ended up not. And initially, he had bought something like Stephen King sold him something for like a dollar. Mm. There was another story or something oh it was probably the green mile because no, frank no. darabont did the green mile yeah as well. he did but i this wasn't this was initially when he because i guess stephen king's noted for giving directors or people you know a chance like you know he'll literally like okay here give, give me a dollar cosign. and you know yeah you can use this story and, and go dope. ahead and, you know and do your best good guy stephen king yeah as weird as that motherfucker is, he probably does have a good heart. He seems to be sort of left-leaning from what his Twitter account appears. He definitely hates Trump, which is unfortunate. Yeah, Trump, what do you feel about Stephen King? Not a fan! Uh, think he really fucked up uh, in it! Would have preferred if they kept the kids fucking each other. That would have been kind of funny. Trump, damn. I just wanted to be uh, a perfect adaptation, and it was not. But a uh, big Shining fan. Don't even go there, Trump. You don't even read books. Loved uh, Pet Cemetery, <laughs> even though I don't like dogs, like uh, Ted Cruz or Kevin McCarthy. That's my favorite dog. All right, Trump, you rack up another thing on that weight, dude. You're 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 probably gonna you know need to <laughs> beef up a little bit more. Actually, I don't know. We 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 have to talk about this a little later. But all of our friends in jail right now are kind of getting jacked, as you often would in jail. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> as you can hear, maybe like the, the, the diegetics of them fucking pumping iron. But yeah, I could see some forearm veins on you there, Trump. That's looking good. But what, what else uh, for the fun facts that you have? A lot of people were considered for this film. Clint Eastwood, Harrison Ford, Paul Newman, Gene Hackman, Robert Redford, and Robert Duvall were all considered for the part of Red. Mm. Now, the funny thing about Red is that he was actually in the book a white Irishman. Mm. Redhead, graying, redheaded Irishman. That's funny because he's like, "What? Why do they call you red?" It's like maybe I'm Irish. So yeah. it's uh, yeah. Maybe well, that's that. I think that yeah, that was a like a nod to that mm. the, the the fact that that's what it was in the book. Um, but I guess his name was Redding. Oh, okay. That was his last name. So Not that's Boyd. what they call him. <laughs> Boyd. I think that was like Redding Board or whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And would you have preferred to see any of these guys instead of? Um, Morgan Freeman? Because I think Morgan kind of, like, is so iconic as just the voice of the movie, being that he narrates most of it. Well, I mean, Morgan Freeman probably has one of the most all-time greatest voices ever. Yeah, I, mean, I have that down of, later, but oh, iconic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whenever he does, like, a documentary, I'll just be watching, like, Netflix, and I was like, and it's like oh, Morgan Freeman's gonna... 
Narrator? Yeah. Like Planet Earth. Yeah. I mean, he's the voice of God. That's just sort of like what you would hope that you hear from the, the fucking clouds parting is that Morgan Freeman speaks to you. Maybe that's what's going to happen when you go up there. It's like God sent Morgan down just to get us all acquainted to the voice. God, I hope so. <laughs> I hope he's the ambassador of heaven. Uh, and it's just this like what? black guy. Morgan's doing an impression of God? Damn! Maybe he's just... I mean, that that's the thing. Bruce Almighty just might be the, the truest adaptation of, you know, some sort of biblical story. <laughs> Either that or George Burns, maybe. I mean, he was... I that's think true. he was God, too. So. That's true. <laughs> we'll have to litigate maybe the best God representations of movies at some point. I think we need to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was... This is another one of those films where the Library of Congress selected it for preservation in the National Film Registry. Yeah. As of course, true. finding it culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Yeah. And, I mean, who wouldn't want to put this movie in here? This is, like, certainly an all-timer uh, in that respect. The Congress needs the... Fun- I actually would love to know what movies are on the National Film Registry. That'd be kind of cool. Well, what was the last one we watched? Um, uh, was it Goodfellas? Was the last one that we saw? That was on the. It wasn't the longest yard. <laughs> I mean, it might have been. Um, what you call it? No. Yeah, it might have been uh, t- 2001 as well, but definitely Goodfellas. Yeah, I think 2001 is definitely there. Yeah. I think that's where it was coming from. That's sort of the direction that we'll take this podcast. We'll watch the best movies and just make a fucking mockery of them with our bad commentary. But and was also, the uh, Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, and Kevin Costner were attracted to the to star as the role of Andy. I can see Hanks and Crew uh, and Costner, but Cruz would have been that would have no. been a tough hang. Yeah. I mean, Cruz seems to be associated with every movie that came up in the '90s. I mean, somebody won. I mean, of course, he's a huge box office draw. So yeah, no, he's any a- movies like sort of like, what do you think, Tom Cruise? And Tom would be like, no. Well, most movies are probably elevated, like, floor-wise with the Tom Cruise. There's Cruz. not enough uh, stunt actions in here, so, I mean, and, and, and when, when I can't run into prison. Well, just the... <laughs> He's just doing laps around the fucking prison. Like, uh, Morgan Freeman's like, that boy is so crazy, he just does laps all day. Yeah, I think that would have been a funny bit if they just sort of, like, changed him out. But the physicality of, like, the tall, lanky uh, Tim Robbins as an Andy Dufresne just... Makes more sense than, like, 5'7 Tom Cruise with his manic energy, you know, making it happen. Yeah, I agree. What was the uh, the tomato on this one? Critics, of course, loved it. 91%. An audience, 98. Mm. 250,000 rating. A quarter of a million people wow, thought this that, was... That might be the... Well, this is the highest rated movie on IMDb, uh, whether it still is, but it was for a long time. Like, this was the number one movie amongst uh, watchers for, I don't know, for most of the time that I've been on the internet. So, it's uh, received incredibly well by every respect, except Letterboxd, which really only speaks to the ones that I chose. It still has like a 4.5 on Letterboxd, which is like really fucking high. Most even good movies don't even like crack four but this one was like a 4.5 but i did find a lot of uh lower ones for this particular category so let's just jump right into letterbox yeah, worst got reviews. A, a litany of them here well whether i get into all of them i've just sort of like stockpiled this because we're, we're cutting it sort of slim today you know being that we've been uh sort of loitering around the jail 
Uh, we when haven't you really drink had Wild Turkey 101. You got to be careful because you just don't know at what point you know it might go off the rails. And which is might... why I'm pouring you another one yeah. right now. I literally oh, saw that you had finished it before boy. we even got yeah, into the first one category. It could get sloppy. Well, you know, hopefully we don't end up in jail from uh, drinking and driving after we get out of here. I think my last drunken podcast was Violent Voyager. That was the last one. Where you, have, I, where, you when, were bullet, yeah, yeah. When yeah, I yeah. listened to it after, I mean, maybe when we were doing it, it didn't seem that bad, but I don't know. Like, I if, listened to some <laughs> that one, boy, I was just like, oh my God, that, that is some sloppy shit right there. Well, yeah, no, I mean, Violence Voyager, that was my gummy episode, <laughs> but that was, I mean, that was Thanksgiving, dude. We were really indulging yeah, uh, in the same true. way. It was a holiday, we were drinking. And if and we can and, indulge uh, while in, in that prison, movie, it just that brings out that, you know, the best drunk in you. Truly, yeah. yeah. No, that yeah. almost needs like those a- are one of those ones where I wish I was drunk, or you know, like every when we were watching the animes, everybody was always like, you know, they had to either be high or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was just, intoxicated, yeah, exactly. Which is sort of why we do this podcast uh, in the way that we do. Uh, but let's just jump in. So okay, the first one, see. half star by Goodbye on March 17, twenty three. One of the dumbest plot twists in history. Argue with the wall, and. I think this movie was sort of depreciated by the fact that I knew he was going to get out. And that was just because over the course of, what, it's been 29 years since this came out, I, it, it's just known that he's has a fucking hole uh, behind the poster. Yeah. So that didn't hit the same way as it probably did if you saw it for the first time and didn't know that. What was that like for the first time when you saw it? Yeah, I guess you don't remember, do you? Like the first time you saw this movie? Um, no, I, I mean, <laughs> quite honestly, I knew he was going to escape, but I forgot how he did it. Mm, okay. That's nice then. Yeah. At least you have like some sort yeah. of like element of surprise. But at the same point, I sort of could feel that point where, you know, the poster had something to do with it. Like, you mm. know what I mean? They, I knew it was there, but I Do you think could... he ever jacked it to Marilyn, Rita, or who was the other lady? Or was Andy just like so straight laced that he just like didn't want to depreciate the posters that he was hiding his hole in? <laughs> he wasn't imagining hole while he was. <laughs> I guess that's what you would hypothetically think of if you have a poster like well, that. Well, the thing of it is, in the movie, he changed the poster. It went from Rita Hayworth to yeah. Marilyn Monroe to Ra- Raquel Welch. Yeah. And in the book, it never did. All right. That's why it was Rita Ratings Hayworth. of Rita Hayworth, Raquel Welch, and Marilyn Manson. Who gets the... the... Marilyn Manson? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Well, you know, maybe no, a soft Maybe four. in prison, it was like, you know, he, he might, you know, rape He might him. be the top yeah. gun in that respect. Yeah. That dude is sort of a rapist, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but yeah, sorry. He might be the soft four of that respective three. <laughs> Monroe. Uh, but I need to look up Raquel Welch. Is she part of that, like, iconic I'll tell photo you, where it tits Yeah, her she is hot. And but, actually, I would put Marilyn Monroe, one, Raquel Welch, and then Rita Hayworth. And uh, I'm not like I, I mean, I can't tell you that I'm a huge Rita Hayworth fan. I mean, she was probably hot in her day, but yeah. What was she most known for, Rita? It was uh, well, she was in the movie Gilda. I don't know if that was one of her. What is Gilda? That was the movie they were watching. Playboy ranked Welch number three on their hundred sexiest star of the 20th century yeah. list. Yeah. And the thing with Raquel is um, she just recently died. I think she was 80-something. Mm. But she still looked hot. Like She held late. it together. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know in her 60s you were, like, going, whoa, man. She was just, like, one of those women that, like, 
she was hanging on for a long time. Yeah, like a Sophia Loren type of thing, too. Yeah. That was another one that uh, was yeah. with the purple eyes and shit. Yeah. I probably would do Marilyn, Raquel, and then Rita um, in that same order. That seems about right. <laughs> it's just, it's kind of funny to look back on old stars in terms of like how they looked compared to the way that celebrities look now because obviously there's a lot more. Uh, treatments that you can get to sort of be the hottest that you want to be. Yeah. Um, but people just like, if you're looking at like old stars, probably like the Newmans, the Brandos, was a Clark Gable. I mean, I'm just thinking of like how these people looked in terms of like attractiveness, but they still looked old. Now we have like the hot people now in that same age range. They're like Timothy Chalamet type of shit, like who look like lizard boys. So <laughs> it's just weird. It's weird how aging is, is sort of happened. We've bred a certain level of times now that like everyone looks 10 years younger than they used to. Yeah. I mean, we're not, uh, we're, we're aging a lot better than we did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if like Ana de Armas was back in and the 1950s, they would kill the people for her. it's attributed to the fact that there's probably less people smoking. That's I a did. huge part of it. Yeah. And indoors. Yeah. Which was the craziest thing. I mean, thing. We, we've recently started watching Mad Men again. That's <laughs> why we're drinking all that. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, I... Get our draper on. I started watching Mad Men, and all of a sudden, I think I drank, like, four old fashions in one day, and I... It was a little too many. That was ha- well, that was where most of this bottle went. Is uh, but the, you know the, the every time day. I every you put time a I suit on in the house, I just like you know poured a freaking you know a shot into a glass and like you know and hit yeah, it like, hit it neat. <laughs> and yeah. I said to your mother, "You want one?" And she'd be like, "Shut up!" No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you put a suit on and just sit outside and sweat through the alcohol, which is really nice on a summer day. No, but definitely Mad Men. <coughs> that was back in the days where you had a little bar in your office. I mean. Can you imagine if you went at the office now and you just like, you know, first thing you do, you just pour yourself a small, small shot. Yeah. Little glass. And um, and then, you know, hit the try to orchestrate million dollar deals, you know, and just sucking down uh, cigarettes all day. Well, this is not like too. Well, I guess it's a little different in terms of like how you actually do uh, work with the substance. But like, you know, tech billionaires are fucking microdosing all types of shit all the time and like kind of macrodosing shit all the time, too. So. It's sort of hard to say. But in terms of, like, plot twists, does the 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 hole in the wall rank anywhere higher than, like, you know, the, the Tyler Durden reveal, uh, Empire Strikes Back, I mean, Kaiser Soze, there's all these, like, other ones that maybe are, are a little bit higher in that respect. Or did that one, like, really hit? No, I would have to say a lot of these... Primal uh, Fear? Yeah. Good for you, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one. I mean, Sixth Sense, I remember that was like... That was crazy. Yeah, that was a, a really good uh, plot twist. Yeah. Old Empire boy. Strikes Back, of course. Yeah. You're not my father! <laughs> Luke. <sighs> yeah, I mean, even the Planet of the Apes, when you see like the big um, Statue of Liberty oh, in the yeah. sand. Oh, that's actually... What is the line that they iconic. say? It's like, you bastards or something like that? What yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's just the, 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 the power of the plot twist. Yeah. It really changes the whole texture of the movie, uh, but it does lose some of the luster after you get to that second watch. Uh, but next one up on Letterboxd Worst. Uh, another half star by Covens on April 30th, 2023. As a white person, this is the most white people movie ever. And I do consider this to be up there with, like, the Larry Bird of movies in the sense that you would probably see, like... 
I don't know if it, it has the same sort of, like, dorm room appeal of, like, a Scarface or, like, a Fight Club or American Psycho type of shit where, like, certain demographics of Caucasians are, like, obsessed with this movie. But this speaks to, I don't know, a white mentality. I felt like I, I was reaffirmed in my whiteness by watching this movie in a weird way, even though the main <laughs> character is technically red. Uh, all right. Another half star by uh, Dot, I guess is just their name, on October 15, 2022. Got an hour in and cringe so hard I couldn't finish. And what is something that, like, makes you cringe really, really bad? Do you have, like, that physical response from anything that, like, makes you feel super, you know, grossed out or, like, uncomfortable? Um, in terms of watching something? or In just terms of, like, cringe? anything. Like, what's, like, a thing that makes you cringe? Uh... Probably my childhood. No, <laughs> I mean, there's there's plenty of things that probably my high school years. Yeah, uh... all the times that I fumbled the bag. <laughs> Honestly, I I think being in the profession that I I currently work, where like you overhear a lot of conversations and you see a lot of dates, it makes me very uncomfortable to like listen to people try to flirt or like try to be charming in a way that like they're not. Uh, just observing human interactions in that way makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, that that actually happens a lot uh, for me in the sense that I've wa when I watch an older guy trying to hit on somebody that's <sighs> like you know literally in their twenties or something and, and trying to entice them to come out on their boat. <laughs> it's always the boat. Yeah, and I mean because I don't know what it was, but it was always like because I when I think I might have talked about this before. Uh huh. You know when we I used to hang out at the golf course i mean you know there's just so many old guys that play golf and then of course the waitresses or whatever or the people that work in the bar yeah and the cart trying, girls yeah and they're you know and you see these guys come in and next thing you know they're trying to you know impress these young girls and like invite them on their boat you know it's like you know, what are we gonna do in the boat well that's that's always the hope they think that and if they just get them out into open water then maybe they're gonna open it's their legs so cringeworthy because you just realize it's like it's sad because you're saying oh man this guy is just so desperate to just go back to the days when he was like you know 18. well you have to wonder if they ever got like real pussy like if these people who yeah. are like throwing around money well that means they're like totally unbelievably desperate at this point they're like Jesus Christ I'm 70 yeah I've only been with just I've only gone with one woman, my wife, <laughs> and she's dead. Yeah, that's that's really, really sad when they're trying to make up for lost time because they were actually like in a monogamous, yeah. happy relationship. And then they're figuring, like, well, I got a lot of money and I got a boat. Yeah. Yeah. I that's what women want. But that's like the thing. Like, you have to be so rich to get any girl you want, but you can't just be... I mean, even if you say that, like, you go back to, like, the... The Donald Sterlings with his, like, hot Colombian wife or whatever. Like, the racist former Clippers owner. Like, that dude looked like shit. And he ended <laughs> up getting pussy because he was a billionaire. But I just wonder... I guess you just have to find the right woman who's, like, sort of desperate enough to, like, be your sugar mama. You know, or your sugar baby in that respect. I'm sure there's plenty out there, quite honestly. If you have enough money, then they'll... Well, look at the Al Pacinos of the world who just knocked up another, like, what? She was, like, 27 or something yeah. like that? No, she was, like, a little older than that. Um, but yeah, everyone's looking for maybe uh, a chance to sleep with a very rich and powerful man. Uh, that's sort of the hope. That's why everyone like dictates their whole life about getting capital is like kind of <laughs> capitalizing on getting some coochie. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, another half star by Icarus on January 14, 2022. Most overrated movie ever. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, Icarus, you uh, flew a little too close to the sun there, buddy. Yeah, you're getting toasted on this one. And I don't know... what would, Do you have a movie that comes to mind that's, like, overrated in your mind that doesn't actually kind of uh, justify the juice that it gets? <sighs> I can't think of anything offhand, but there's plenty out there. I mean, I just typed it in. Uh, this list verse is giving me a couple. Uh, Avatar is number one. Titanic, Moulin Rouge. I guess Gravity, oh, but that's Moulin not really... Moulin Rouge for sure. I never got that movie. Yeah. Couldn't stand it, actually. It made... Forrest Gump made this list as well. I mean, there's a lot of, like, these all-timers that could be technically said to be a little overblown. And anytime you have a movie that has so much critical acclaim, uh, it makes sense that there's going to be some voice of the detractor that's like, actually, this movie is just fine. Even, like, honestly, the Avatar franchise is probably the perfect example of these, where they are... There's not a lot going on in terms of the plot. The visual aspects of those movies make it so much more appealing in terms of the uh, industry behind it and, like, yeah. making it happen. But as an, a cinematic experience, it's sort of hard to look past just the visuals in terms of, like, getting behind the... Uh, what are the fucking... Uh, the, the blue people called? The, um, the Navi. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, like, super into the Navi thing, but I respect James Cameron's commitment to the bit yeah. for 30 years if the next one's going to come out in, like, 2040 or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're just so, you know, special effects intensive. I mean, because he's always breaking new ground, and it definitely is, like, awe-inspiring to watch some of these the films, you know what I mean? But like you said, the 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 story is never that you know, it's not like I sat there and wanted to start, you know, break down and cry or anything. Yeah, no, nobody's like <laughs> fucking dissecting the story like it's uh, like a, uh, a Kubrick movie or something like that, where they're trying to find like secret messages on the wall art or shit. The, the Navi are like carving shit into the wall that tells us like secrets about the universe and stuff like something like that. Maybe they are. They could be. We have to have like a, an Avatar retrospective if we maybe go back into space and like discover some blue people or something like that. If we, you know, ever get the boys out of prison, <laughs> if we can all get the Musk mothership back and running. Right. Although he's a little focused on X. Did you see his recent transition uh, on Twitter? The new, well, he's killing Twitter and making it X now. What? Yeah, it's really, really funny because that's the thing that got him ousted from PayPal back in the day. Uh, back in like 99 he spent like a bill uh, not a billion a million dollars on the domain of x.com and his obsession with having x as the name of a company essentially got him fired from paypal back in the day and now he's turning twitter into x which is just a, a copy of wechat hypothetically even though he hasn't even been able to change the fucking app logo yet and they don't even owe the trademark of their own logo this gets back into my whole thing that Elon Musk is a fucking idiot, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I, I just hate that man so much. Uh, and maybe we can, like, contact him, being well, that we have his Well, doesn't he want to make it the app of everything? Well, that's like the WeChat uh, aspect, where he's wants it to have banking. Is that what WeChat? Is that from... Is that the Chinese thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just wants, like, the people to put their money and all their fucking information to this, this hyper network, which... I don't know why you would trust that. my money. No, I don't know why you would trust this psychotic man who has horrible ideas and has literally killed one of the most 
powerful platforms in the, uh, yeah. the United States. I, I mean, I know you're you're not a, a uh, Musk lover, and um, I hate him. <laughs> I hate him so much. I I used to have a certain respect, but I, he's definitely um, maybe made me think. Well, my, you can only hear me bitch about respect. somebody for so long until you sort of like have to get on my side. <laughs> well, the whole Twitter thing, man, it's <coughs> sort of starting it embarrassing. Quite. It's super embarrassing. Yeah. And I hope he flames out and loses all that $44 billion. But like being that, like we said, we have sort of a contact with Elon. I'm going to have to just voice my, you know, my troubles with him at some point. <laughs> uh, next up, Half Star by Zoe on April 15, 2020. Boring as hell. I hate Stephen King. How do you feel about Stephen King? Do you have like an... I like Stephen King. I do too. The Stand was my ah. first book that I read by him, and I fell in love with that book. That was like a, a seminal text in my early forays into uh, being a, a reader in that respect. For some reason, I always remember... You know the one he wrote under the pseudonym Bachman? Yeah, uh, like yeah. Richard Bachman? Yeah. Yeah. And there was a story in there that was about... Um, uh, about the this walk, like the kids, they would in. Oh, damn it! I just remember reading that story though, but it's always stuck with me. It's just mm. like a weird, like random. It wasn't even you know Stephen King's. You know, yeah, he didn't even write write it under the name of Stephen King. The fact that he's writing it under a pseudonym is just kind of cool. Like that just shows like the clout that this dude has, and he's. I mean, the 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 career of that man is insane. He's written what like a. 75 to 100 books or something like that it's, it's oh, insane. He's prolific yeah he's he's on top of the world yeah. and he's still pumping them out i mean he's yeah. most of the the film industry is just like scraping the the barrel that is the the stephen king output to make right. fucking movies and shit uh but finally we have one star by kevin willen or wylan on february 22nd 2023 if you're on a date and someone tells you this is their favorite movie leave and was there any like red flag uh, interests or opinions that uh, people that you wanted to be friends with or like pe- girls that you wanted to date back in the day like would express and it would like freak you out a little bit um, I know ho- horse girls for me has always been like sort of a weird thing like if you're like a horse girl that's sort of problematic in my mind <laughs> it's like yeah I'm at the stables all the time and like I just I'm obsessed with these Majestic animals, which I understand that aspect, but like to be a horse girl is to take a step above. I've never met a horse girl. You're lucky. I I I've met a few. Well, being in Nashville, yeah, there probably is a few. Not there. It was like in New elsewhere. Hampshire. Uh, I did actually meet a couple in New Hampshire. Yeah, hmm. and I did have sex with one of them. But like that was. <laughs> uh, don't necessarily need to get too far into that one, but. Do you have any, like, red flags, if anyone expressed? Really, any, like, right-leaning. Like, if you want to talk about, like, migrants and, like, weird voting shit or black people statistics, that's sort of where I'd probably want to draw the line. Honestly, uh, I can't say that I... I can't think of anything off the top of my head that, you know... I, I can get along with pretty much anyone, but nowadays... I'm definitely going to say that uh, the world's gone a little crazy, and, yeah. and probably anybody that starts... You know, spouting out conspiracy theories. If someone's talking crazy about the vaccine, even though I think everyone has sort of like curved a little bit I on mean, the vaccine I mean, if you thing. tell me that you think the earth is flat, yeah, yeah um, I'm not going to be, you know. <laughs> if you didn't believe we I'm landed on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I can't put it. my dick inside of you. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Fuba, come on, put another fucking weight on this thing. I'm pumping iron. I'm feeling good. I'm getting juiced. <laughs> wow. 
You are. Uh, you do look like you put on some uh, some good uh, muscle there, Muskie. Yeah, that's right. Come on, put another forty-five on there. Yeah, dude, I'm feeling fucking good. I'm getting you know tattoos. Uh, you know, I'm getting beefy in here. I'm the oh, strongest is that man what in here. That is a tattoo. It looks more like an ink smudge. Oh come on! This is my art, you know. I have my, my your art. This yeah, is, this is prison tattoos, man. That, that's what well, I mean. The the slab tank is fucking helping me out. He's an artist, you know. <laughs> that's right, Muskie. I'm doing my best to give you the best art I could ever do. I mean, is that a rose or is that a toad? It might be both. I don't know. <laughs> Why can't it be both? Well, I mean, you ever heard of a fucking double entendre? <laughs> I don't think that's what that necessarily <laughs> means. I don't think, you know. Uh, Muskie, honestly, you do look pretty good. You look kind of healthy. You got a tan. You are maybe a little too tattooed. You have sort of like a, a Harry Styles look going on you where you're just sort of a patchwork of like random shit. But yeah, you're uh, you're kind of glowing. <laughs> you know, honestly, guys. Uh, I think you found your, your place. I, I gotta be honest. This is uh, this probably is the happiest I've ever been. It'd be probably hard for you to leave prison at this point. Well, you guys have just like made my life simulate back into you know regular society. Oh, I would kill myself immediately. <laughs> but you guys, you don't even understand. Like I have respect here. These fucking people, they look at me as a leader. Whoa, you know? whoa, 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 easy. I don't know about this respect thing. Uh, uh absolutely respect. What are you talking about? These guys, you know, bow down to me. Uh, the slap taker is like my little bitch. That's right, Muskie. Uh, I just want to uh, say that you've been uh, so kind, even though you uh, like to slap me around like a little girl. Yeah, all right, slap. I, I don't really, I don't want to slap you right now. I'm, I'm trying to get a PR. You know, I'm trying to get my personal best. Beep boop. Come on, Donald, keep pushing. If you can do three more reps, you'll have a new personal record. <laughs> oh! Whoa! Somebody get that barbell off Trump's neck! I, I can't lift it! I'm joking! <laughs> Flipper! Hey, come on! Help him out! Flipper! Give him the tail smack! I mean, no! Not, <laughs> damn oh, it! Oh, thank you, Flipper. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, that was crazy. Uh, did you guys see that? I just lifted uh, 250, which is uh, definitely uh, more than I've ever done before. Yeah, take a zero off of that, Trump. <laughs> you, you, you were almost just, just freaking had a hernia. And I, then you almost freaking... Shattered your windpipe. I'm literally picking up the weight right now, and it's made of plastic. Yeah. People, Donald, that was incredible. You are so much stronger and better looking than these beefy black prisoners and those Mexican gangbangers. <laughs> Isn't that right, boys? Uh, that's true. Uh, I'm so much stronger than the blacks. So much stronger than the Jews. True. I mean, true. True. <laughs> true. Wow. Here goes the wild turkey. Yeah, this is where it gets a little dicey. Trump, that was very racist. Yeah, we're getting into some like racial dynamics in this prison that I don't think necessarily you're the spokesperson that we need right now. But RoboTrump, like, how do you feel about being, uh, I guess, just around? Since you're not technically part of the crime, but you have been uh, with us in terms of like documenting some of the shit going on as a visitor. How do you feel? People, honestly, it's not that bad. Everyone loves us here, and the slap taker supplies us with ice cold Diet Cokes whenever we want. In a way, it's sort of a dream come true to be trapped inside with your most loyal supporters and fans. That's true. Uh, every day they come up to me and say, they say, Donald, uh, I would vote for you if I could vote, but I'm uh, sort of a felon. <laughs> that's right. No vote for you. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. You do lose a lot of your voter base, being that they probably have served uh, time. <laughs> so why don't you just stop camp 
campaigning in here and, uh, you know, maybe try to lift something a little bit heavier than 25 pounds. Yeah, a little more than the barbell. Yeah. Uh, everybody, uh, line up and uh, back away. We're actually uh, bringing in some uh, fresh meat. Oh, man, look at that, fresh meat. Hey, boys, come on, let's go see uh, what kind of pussies they're bringing in now. Everybody's going to have to get acquainted with uh, old Muskie now that he's, uh, you know, head honcho. Muskie. <laughs> Uh, come on, boys. Let's uh, keep it going. Oh, wow. Some of these guys look tough. <laughs> I, I think you're going to get slapped down, Muskie. That's just my the, personal the Slap down. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm slapping. I'm the one who's, like, keeping the slap yeah, thing. You're slap happy. Yeah, right. That's right, Muskie. You have the, the hottest by the end of this whole prison. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, that's just... I'm glad you know. I'm glad nobody's actually questioned me at this point. I'm sort of a... I'm sort of an unquestioned leader, as I said, you know? Hey, who's this guy coming up to us? Ah, uh, excuse me, boys. Uh, is this, uh, Gus Muskie? Yeah, yeah, who the fuck are you? <laughs> My name is Blue Regard Bauer. I'm serving a triple life sentence, and I, I, I heard you're somewhat of the, uh, head hot show around here. Yeah, <laughs> you heard right, little bitch. Why don't you, uh, fucking bow down and, like, you know, maybe give me some cigarettes or something? That was funny, you Captain Crunch-looking motherfucker. I came over here to tell you that it's over. Your days as the, uh, main man are no longer. This is my jail now. <laughs> Holy shit! Hey, put that thing away! That thing looks fucking dangerous! This dick is the danger, boy, so take a good look before I fuck the eyes out of your skull. I got blue spiky balls and a Dr. Manhattan penis. So why don't you hop and hammer on these nerds before I get violent with your crusty bitch ass? Yeah, that, um, that is a, uh, uh, a weapon of a penis. And I just can't believe you took that out in front of everybody. Uh, but hey, can you explain to me why it is blue? Is that just sort of like a weird, um, <laughs> coincidence? Uh, I committed a, a crime in which I fell into a, a vat of acid, and uh, it sort of mutated my genitals and balls into a way that uh, not only are they sort of baton-like with uh, spikes and poison, but I uh, accidentally killed my wife, which is why I got my first sentence, and now I just like to use it to break people's skulls in. Uh, wait, uh, wait a minute. Wait, you killed your wife too? I mean, hey, we have a common ground. You don't have to fucking take this out on me. You know, I, I accidentally fucking killed my, uh, my sex robot girlfriend when we had sex. I don't care, Muskie. I just want you to know that you're gonna be my little bitch. Hey, man, you gotta step away from my friend. That's my, uh, my boss. That's my, uh, my leader. Uh, who are you? I'm the slap taker. I'm, uh, you know, I'm able to get you whatever you need, whatever you want, but, uh, and you gotta show respect to the Muskinator. That's right, I'm the musketator around here. Uh, Mr. Slaptaker, I think you need to, uh, get acquainted with why my name is Blue. Oh! Oh! Oh my god! He just fucking plunged his head in! Oh! Wow. D d dad huh. Uh, we've seen a lot of, like, deaths on this show, but... Wow, I did not expect the, the Slaptaker to just take a one-er to the head and have that shit bust open. Oh my god. Muskie, please, I, 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 I'm bleeding out, I'm brain damaged. Oh, no slap taker, it, it's gonna be okay. Say goodbye, boy. 
oh my god, he just killed him like fucking Glenn from Walking Dead. This is... Oh, 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 oh the smell. Oh, shit. Hey, Koji Smith, get over here, goddammit. Fucking, you know, break this shit up. Uh, hey, everybody, come on. Let's, uh... Let's step away from the slap taker. He's uh, sort of dead. Let's uh, let's go back to our cells and uh, you know call it a day. Aren't you gonna do something? Oh no, absolutely not. This is uh, all fair game in the uh, Max Penitentiary. Honestly, the uh, the warden kind of thinks it's funny. I bet he does. Yeah, that's you know that's the irony fun. about this whole thing. Here we are in prison, and there's just as many evil, corrupt criminals. <laughs> That are supposed to be taking care of these prisoners. Who are just like allowing them to hurt each other constantly. Yeah. Which sort and of committing murder or rape yeah. or like whatever sort of debaucherous behavior uh, they want to get into. But like, holy shit, I hope the buzzards don't get to slap taker. He needs like a proper burial, but <sighs> I think they're just gonna dig something in the back, man, you know. They probably yeah. get that prison graveyard. I already see some guards coming over with a shovel. This apparently happens like relatively uh, often enough for this to happen. So oh, no. Wow, that was fucked up. Um guys, let's go inside. I can't uh, I can't look at the body anymore. His uh that man's blue spiked poisonous penis just absolutely fucking blue spiked. Yeah. It, I mean, like you said, he's sort of like a weird joker. I don't even think that is a penis. Not anymore. It's now yeah. a weapon, which, as he showed, I think I it's heard some it kind rattle. Of medieval freaking, you know. <laughs> it's a morning star of yeah, a dog. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I heard it rattle like a snake, so I'm just like, I'm really concerned that this guy's some sort of like super villain uh, trapped in this Max Penitentiary. So. Oh, is this the new superhero? I mean, the new supervillain, Blue Penis? Yeah, Blue Beetle's going to bomb in the box office, so Blue Penis Blue is going to... Blue Beetle. I mean, why does DC have the worst freaking... They're, they're you know, After superheroes the f- are bad. Trash. Right? Yeah. yeah. I the, mean, the Flash was an abomination. I mean, I think everybody that didn't get a job at Marvel like ended up at DC, and they're like, what's your best one? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking like a guy... We'll call him Blue Beetle. Yeah. What? Uh, all right, well, show me some artwork. Um... <laughs> Even the Rock couldn't save him. And what do you got next? Like, what isn't Ant Man? Is he? Is he Marvel? He's Marvel. Yeah. Oh, Marvel. Okay. Sorry. Ant Man is actually cool in the sense that it's Paul Rudd, but like, I don't know anything about this Blue Beetle motherfucker. But I don't think that movie's gonna make more than. Uh, let's see. I'll throw a number of seventy-five million dollars out. Maybe Blue Beetle will be the, the you know the final nail in the coffin. I think that is supposed to be like the last uh, kind of old DC. Um, regime in the sense that now it's like James Gunn who was formerly of Marvel so he's supposed to take the head on that but yeah. I mean they did have Superman which was Batman those ones were bad Uh, the Snyder Cut was okay but Man of Steel is maybe the best of those movies and the rest of them are like not great. What? You're saying Batman's not good? Well he was well that was the thing Christopher Nolan's Batmans were great the new stuff was bad with Ben Affleck was bad. (laughs) What Uh, about with Patterson? Uh, that was cool, but that has nothing to do with, like, the whole DC, DC shit that they're trying to do. I mean, even technically Joker with, like, Joaquin Phoenix is in that DC universe, but that's sort of, like, separate from yeah. whatever they're trying to do. Which, When's the new Joker coming out? Uh, 2024, I think, maybe. Lady Gaga? Yeah, Gaga is definitely going to be in that. Hopefully she just delivers another star-studded performance. I anticipate it to be pretty good. I think I'm going to laugh. I think I'm going to cry. Um... No, I don't. 
<laughs> yeah, if she uh, delivers sort of a Star Wars performance in the Joker, <laughs> you'll definitely end up crying. But, Dad, was there any uh, uh, things you wanted to illuminate, shine your spotlight on after... Um, I guess we should sort of turn the light out on this whole, like, prison scene. I think we need to have a moment of silence for the slapdicker. I liked him. He helped us win. Honestly, guys, uh, I'm pretty fucked up about the whole slapdicker thing. I don't, I don't really want to really sit with my thoughts, so you guys need to stop talking, or I'm going to freak the fuck out. No, you're only pissed off because you're basically number two around here now. Hey, no, that, wait, that's not true yet. I don't know. I mean, this guy, you know, could be a huge, huge pussy. He literally just killed someone in front of us with, like, a weapon of a penis. So, I think you were immediately number two uh, <laughs> in that respect. You've been knocked down the totem pole so fast. Yeah, I think I saw you uh, pissed yourself, Muskie. No, that's just sweat. You know, I'm fucking, you know, I was working out hot. No, that looks like kind of a little um, uh, centralized in your crotch. I don't think that's like, you know, workout sweat from you bench pressing and shit. (laughs) But dad, did you have any uh, spotlights? Well, uh, this movie, like all prison movies, I mean, the depiction, there's always everybody that comes into the prison immediately. There's like one dude that is like the prison rapist. Like he's just like he's coming in. He's checking you out, and he's like, yeah, you're next on my list. You know what I mean? And yeah. then they always get I've out. sussed you out as the weak link, and yeah. I'm going to stretch you know? your ass. And I guess, you know, he had his the sisters, which... Yeah. Boggs and the sisters. Yeah. Fucking Andy in the film room and wherever else they got their hands on him. And it's just, it's just a trope of, I mean, and it is it really true? Well, this is why I put this video right under this point for you. So why don't you play this MSNBC uh, thing of this this very famous video um, that was parod- uh, parodied on Boondocks. But this is like a real guy who has like some real opinions on uh, booty in prison. But when Lockup visited Kentucky State Penitentiary, we met Fleece Johnson, a longtime inmate who practices a very different kind of homosexuality. But we have sexual desires, right? So you got a bunch of men locked up in one place. All of them get hard. All of them all of them, all of them got sexual desires. So what are they going to do? You won't let them have a woman. They're going to have each other. Somebody's going to have to give us some booty. And it's just as <laughs> The most uh, memorable story that Fleece told us was about the place and importance that booty has in a maximum security penitentiary. And he went on about it and on about it. In his prison, booty. Booty was uh, more important than food. Booty. A man's butt. More important than food. It was more important. <laughs> I'm serious. It was <laughs> Having some booty. Was more important than drinking water. That doesn't more mean. important than drinking water. You know, I mean, I come like on booty. now. I mean, Johnson went on to tell you ever heard crew of masturbation how he used to satisfy on, his guy. sexual desires. What about domination? Especially during the 1970s and 80s, when he was most active and prison security was more lax. <laughs> when I see That's the Warren, thing that kills me in these. And he looks good to me. When I go see him, I say, you come here. I say, I'm telling you what. Uh, I like you, and I want you. 
we can do it the easy way out of the hallway. <laughs> so the choice is yours, right? That's fucking terrifying. This guy's like a serial. And it was always yes. Johnson also had a warning for the new generation of inmates. They might be asking for trouble from old timers. You know, they got this thing where they sag their pants, pants their butt. It's a style. They call it some sort of gangster style. You know, it's sexy to us, right? And see, yeah, but they weren't prepared for pants, this, man. right? So you sag your pants in her, man. Somebody be up in your butt. You know, and it's just that's so Johnson even let the lock up. You can cut this off. <laughs> this is, that's a, essentially the gist of the video. But I mean, this is the, the the booty warrior, as he's known by the moniker. Like he as he said, needs booty more than he needs water, food, uh, or I guess companionship. I wonder what he's in prison for. That's actually a good question. I think he's been released. Oh, great. I think Fleece Johnson is like out on the streets now. Fleece Johnson Fleece Johnson. Booty warrior. Oh my god. Okay, wait a second. Uh, reportedly assaulted or raped 157 people in prison. That's crazy. How does he get out of prison? He's been in prison. He was in prison for 44 years behind bars. Uh, originally sentenced for 10 years for armed robbery in 1979. Uh, and oh then spent god. another 30 for raping 150 people in prison. I don't even know if that added more to his prison sentence. That might have just been like fair game in terms of like the guards and shit, but holy hell. That's uh that's bad. The fact that he has that number like his body count getting back into the world. <laughs> holy fuck. Oh no. I don't want to hear any prison body counts like there was a guy that had claims he Yeah, who's gotten the most sex in prison? Ten thousand men in prison. Over a 50-year period. It might... This guy might be the number one. I would love to know if there is, like, a higher uh, higher level, you know? If someone is really, like, pushing Fleece's numbers in that respect. This thing's got 2.6 million views. Like I said, it was, uh, it was a, a parodied on Boondocks, where, like, he was a character who, like, ended up raping Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. So he's a, he's a well-known commodity in the, the, the comedy world in that respect. <laughs> Was uh, another one of your spotlights? Um, well, the one guy, what was his name? Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. He had the uh, the crow. Yeah. And supposedly crows do not do well in captivity. Really? Yeah. And I I I, I was like, the irony of it is that he's in prison. And I don't think that you know that a crow would have put up with that. Uh, it seems like any time anyone has a bird, I, I question whether the bird's having a good time. But that's always a trope in, a, in the, well, I don't know, is it always, but. Well, he's always feed bird. He had another bird. No, no, thing, no, right? there, there's always like somebody in prison like finds like, remember in the Green Mile, there was the mouse. Yeah. And now, uh, you know, he has a crow, you know, and he's hiding it in his shirt. And he's, <laughs> Feeding he's it worms and shit. You know what I mean? Well. Like, what? And what's that to say about prison food? I mean, come on now. I mean, do they really have to have like a freaking maggot yeah. in the freaking food? Well, and why is there all this like just blatant raping of men? And you're supposed to be, you know, you have the guard like, and it's like you're in prison. Like, there's no laws. Well, if the guard is like Hadley, you're either getting beaten to death or you're getting raped by your fellow prisoners. Yeah. Like that, they didn't paint prison life as like too. Uh, comfortable of a space. But that's how they always, you know, paint prison life. And quite honestly, 
maybe that's just to scare the shit out of everybody's like don't do fucked up shit man cause... yeah well this gets into something that i had a little but that's bit. the first thing they always say too is like you know you're up you're gonna get you're going to you're going to prison boy and yeah it's like oh now you're gonna be somebody's bitch yeah 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 uh, well, it, it probably would be the case. And in some of these videos that I have a little bit later, that seems to be sort of like the, the idea that they're trying to propagate. Um, but what's like a pet that if someone had, it's sort of weird. Like, I think, honestly, uh, birds kind of freak me out if they have that as a pet. Um, Squirrels. Ferrets. Squirrels. Raccoons. If you have any of like these weird uh, rodent type of like vermin. I knew a know? girl that had a chinchilla. Those were like. There's a couple girls I know about yeah. chinchillas. And That's like were, a weird girl yeah. pet. I actually had a friend when I was like, I don't know, sixth grade. Had a freaking monkey. Really? Yeah. And monkeys always escape. That Did that one escape? Yep. Really? They always somehow get out because somebody like accidentally leaves. And once a monkey gets out, man, you can never. And I can remember being in a neighborhood. Where somebody had a monkey and the monkey got loose, and then it was like in the neighborhood, up in the trees and shit, and jerking off on people. <laughs> yeah, <he's> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, they, you know, monkeys don't want to be caged either. You know, either yeah. that or they'll rip your face off. Yeah, that's the more like the chimpanzee. I don't know if like a rhesus monkey has like the strength to to fucking rip your face off, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. No, these were always like weird spider monkeys. I can Dude. always remember this. The monkey got loose like he was in a cage and we were spider. over his house and the monkey <laughs> crawled up this like it was a broom in the thing and he freaking ran up the broom. Because he had no other place. He got him in a corner. He ran out the room, and he's holding out the broom, and he just <laughs> shit. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, it was like diarrhea, and it was like, I, to this day, it's so vivid in my fucking mind. Didn't uh, didn't Steven Spielberg and the Fablemans, their, their parents had a monkey? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. If your mom gets a monkey, you know she's fucking somebody else. She's cheating on your dad. That's sort of the lesson of that movie. <laughs> yeah, the monkey That's thing. That's a sign, like, fuck, she yeah. came home with a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely cheating on me. Oh, no. Yeah, I think that's probably a good sign. If your girl comes home with a weird pet, then you should probably be scared. Also, snakes. Snakes, if you have a snake as a pet, I think you're kind of a freak. Yeah. Because they smell like shit, too. Like, they reek. I'm trying to think of any weird... I don't... I never like rabbits, either. Mm. I don't like rabbits as pets. No. Honestly, if you don't have a cat or a dog... Iguanas. Hamsters are fine. Hamsters feel okay. Oh, I had a hamster. Did you? Yeah. What was his name? His name was Minnie. Minnie? That's a good name for a hamster. Yeah. How he long lived, did he live? He lived pretty long. I mean, I don't know what the average lifespan of a hamster is, but I remember he was like sort of getting gray hair. Mm. And he'd always get loose, too. Really? He got loose like three, four times, yeah. And then we'd always have to put like food out, and then all of a sudden, you you know, he used to get in the couch. Like they would get inside of the couch, and then you could hear him running around in the freaking bottom of it. And I was like, oh. I remember hearing about one of, uh, I guess it was my cousin, and I'm not going to say the name, um, who slept with their hamster and rolled over on it and killed it and like woke up the next morning and was fucking dead. Do you remember hearing about that? It was tragic. I mean, anytime you have like a small pet. Well, like you that, guys had the um, the guinea pig. The guinea pig. Yeah. That spot. died within three days. Yeah, because he was having what temperature fluctuations. Yeah, from us respiratory a failure. Yeah. Your mother kept bringing it up and down this up and. Which we didn't know. We couldn't like change yeah. the climate of the guinea pig. Just Which from I find it hard to upstairs. believe that they can't, you know, you know, main, you know, 
adjust to like a couple degrees difference in yeah. being upstairs or downstairs. Honestly, most people should just stick to cats and dogs. Like all this other shit should not be a pet. Yeah. We should leave the, the the. My sister had a guinea pig too. His name was Jibba. Jibba. Yeah. We should leave the guinea pigs in New Guinea. Let's like let's just leave them <laughs> elsewhere. Let them be free. If we just release all of those back into the a wild. A lot of people had gerbils. Oh, that'd be interesting. I remember our neighbors had gerbils when I was like mm. in kindergarten. Yeah, ass eating fucking pets. Oh, please. <laughs> hey, what? I thought that was and my And they job. would always escape. They Not had them right. in a wooden box, and those gerbils could, like, chew through the wood and make just the littlest hole and get the hell out. Yeah. All of a sudden, they'd come up in the morning. It's like, oh, they, they chewed their way out. They're fucking... All you animals are in a wood box. Dude. Any animal doesn't necessarily want to be your pet most of the time. Like, all of them would run away if they could. That's yeah. just sort of like... Other the, than cats and dogs, yeah. Even dogs, even cats. Well, there are dogs that are runners. Yeah, we've had a we couple had running one. dogs. Yeah. yeah, Tim, old Tim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they killed him. They really did. Yeah, R.I.P. My guy. Which <laughs> gets right into uh, my next topic of Tim Robbins Run, which that more speaks to uh, the the nature of just like the short lived highs of Hollywood, where Tim Robbins was in like a a handful of very high. Um, highly respected movies and then just sort of like fell off in the latter half of his career. And this is sort of like the Orlando Blooms, the, the Brendan Frazier's uh, Sam Worthington had a moment. And then after Avatar, he just like dis fucking peered Eric Bana, Toby Maguire is sort of yeah. like this uh, being that he was like the, one of the biggest stars in the world, part of uh, Leonardo's crew cheating on his wife, being a gambler and shit like that. Like he had a moment and then he Toby just Maguire. Yeah, Toby Maguire is like a habitual gambler. Really? Yeah, he's apparently pretty good at it too. But <laughs> what's his game? I think he's a poker player. Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense. That's like that's where the cool game is. Well, yeah. hey, Brandon Fraser came back, man. Brandon Fraser, yeah, just won an Oscar. So yeah. he he had his moment away. I think he was like molested by a studio executive or something. Orlando like that. Bloom is one that really is. It was surprising. He I had like the... I don't understand how he's fallen off so bad. Yeah, the most traction he's got in the last handful of years was when his dick pic leaked from him, like, naked uh, paddleboarding with Katy Perry. That was, like, the most press attention he's gotten in any respect in a long time. But why, then, like... Why was it... It was nice. It, I mean, it was, like, a, a good for him in the respect where, like, oh, people okay. were like, yeah, he's got a big cock. Oh, all right. <laughs> it wasn't, like, a micro I didn't know if that was the, the reason why he fell off the, you know... That's so it. funny. Yeah, if you get outed for having a micro penis, you lose your career. <laughs> That's what happened to Josh Hutcherson, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it, it, it probably could, you know. I would it, think that... It probably would. I mean, if you became a laughing stock for some reason. If your cock was so small... <laughs> That TMZ picked it up and like published like a blurry picture where it looked like I don't know like the half of your thumb. You'd probably be banned from Hollywood. Yeah. If like Michael Sarah, well, I guess you would expect Michael Sarah to have a micro penis. So it's hard to say. You know, I think I mean I remember Brad Pitt had a moment where people were saying his dick was small when his uh, dick pics leaked. So you can still like you know live off that. <laughs> it doesn't completely ruin your life, I suppose, if you're a celebrity. Uh, but yeah, uh, you've got Bruce Willis down here, but I don't feel like Bruce... it was like the latter half. I mean, he yeah, had a he real had long such run. an iconic run of, yeah. of movies. And I mean, his stardom was huge. And, yeah. I mean, it's just it's the unfortunate. Yeah. Now. But I mean, still, but he's almost like he's 60 something. Isn't he? he might be. Yeah, he's probably in his 60s. He's, he's getting close to maybe that's 70. Let's see what Willis's is. I mean, that was tragic. The fact that they were propping him up. 
um, weekend at Bernie style in these movies, and he just had like no idea what was going on, but he was able to do the lines and like make it happen. Yeah, were they? Did they have like a mic on, like or something in his ear or something? Because I mean, how did he do it? Uh, it might be the same way that Tony Bennett, who had like Alzheimer's, was able to sing all of his old songs with like Lady Gaga live, but he was just completely mentally deteriorated at that point. So. You know, there's probably some elements of like muscle memory That's that you're able to carry on. That's the thing I fear on. the most is like I just don't want to lose my mind totally to the point where I'm just like a burden to you guys. Uh, well, I promise to never put you in a home. I think that's sort of. Ah, uh, you say that now. I I really wouldn't. I'd rather like let you ruin my life than put you in a home. Yeah. That that would sort of like hurt me. Uh, we've had you, too many. You just podcasts. want to see me screaming at you. Well, who stole my freaking? <laughs> Where's my wild turkey? My wallet. <laughs> I had money in here. Where's my wild turkey? You've been drinking it. Well, and you know, if you might have that. I know you are. That fucking Bruce Willis muscle memory, we could still do podcasts even with you having dementia. You just might be able to click into like your old role. So that might be uh, preferential in that respect. Uh, so the next topic that I had was uh, Morgan Freeman's voice. And I think it has a real kind of run for the money of being the most iconic voice of all time. And there's like James Earl Jones. Um, I guess I was looking it up like George Clooney is a pretty sought after voice for certain uh, advertisements and stuff like that. But I don't think anyone would choose anyone over Morgan Freeman if they could. If Morgan Freeman was the choice, they'd be like, let's just get Morgan. I let's wonder just- how many requests he gets for like, hey, we're you know we're doing like a documentary and we need some voiceovers. Yeah. And, uh- he probably gets a lot. He probably gets his fair share of requests, whether he wants to do it at this point. Uh, he did have, I mean, I had this in his the notes. His agent's but- probably just like, hey, Morgan, yeah, I got a list here. You know, you want to look at it. You want fifty k for fucking <laughs> talking about like Dasani or something? It's only a couple days' work. You know? Yeah, they're willing to give you some. Just pretty- get in the booth, talk about some weird like men's cologne, and like get another paycheck. But he had some weird accusation made against him that's like been following him for like a decade now that he was fucking his step granddaughter who was then murdered by their husband. That was like the weirdest thing that I saw about Morgan Freeman where. For the last, like, ten years. I don't believe it. Well, he, uh, I mean, the the way that came out was that the boyfriend of the person who murdered his step-granddaughter said that the step-granddaughter told him that they had been having sex. That she had, like, a sexual relationship with Morgan Freeman. Which, I don't, you know, that's sort of hard to buy into. Where did you pull this shit up? It's everywhere. You could find it pretty fucking easily. I mean, I've been hearing that for at least five years. Since, like, 2018, I've been hearing about this. <laughs> Five years. Yeah, no, honestly. It's like, since, like, 2018, I've been hearing about this. And it's been going back since, like, 2012. So it's been something that uh, has been around. But I don't think it's, like, I don't think, I don't buy it. Yeah. I think in the age of conspiracy theories, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> I'd rather get, believe QAnon than yeah. Morgan Freeman fucked a step. No, yeah, it. I'm going to discount that. Yeah, he's earned some brownie points with me by just being, you know, a good actor. Uh, and being a great voice and being the voice of God, you know, maybe, maybe there that's, you go. <laughs> that absolves him in itself. Yeah. And uh, the we last already thing, know when we go up to the pearly gates, Morgan's, you know, I hope he's waiting there for me. We're going to like, whoa, Morgan's voiceovering up in heaven. And yeah. Like, no, it's, that's, that's God. It's uh, it's it's Peter at the gates and Morgan <laughs> Freeming's announcing who gets what next. <laughs> he's like, oh, next up, uh, David Demers. <laughs> I think that's probably the best role that he could have up there. 
Uh, but the next thing that I have up was scared straight videos. And these were... I don't know if they're still doing it um, in the same way. I don't know if it like could survive the culture right now of like putting up teenagers and like thirteen year olds and shit like that to uh, be screamed at by prisoners. But it was a huge thing back in the day, and I got a, always a big kick out of it. And I have another like a parody of that after. But um, why don't you play this video and we can uh, look at this for just like a couple minutes? I don't need to see the whole video. I really just want to see like. Up until this one kid has to put like Kool Aid on his lips. Come on, Seth, you wanna go in there? You wanna go in there? No, no. Come on, come on. Come on, huh? I can't. Why you can't? Because the door's not open all the way. <laughs> it's not open all the way. Open the door some more. Let's open the door some more. He said the door wasn't open. I'm Seth, I'm 14, and I'm an unruly child. <laughs> when I'm suspended, I feel like, thank God, I'm away from those idiots. My IQ is 120. What kind of pet is that? I like that? to do parkour. <laughs> to do parkour. This kid just has like ADHD and they're putting him My through a scared spray program. My son is out of control. My son is out of control. That wasn't parkour. That was just That was just being a 14. The door is not yeah. open wider. Okay. Guess where you staying tonight? Here. You're damn right you are. <laughs> I can feel your heart beating through your shirt. Are you scared? I don't got no well, why is your heart pounding like a little girl? I can't kill me. I can't kill me. It makes no sense. There's always like a bunch of bald dudes who are just like being You can slip and fall on a banana peel. You can get in a car wreck. You can fall off a bridge. You can have an aneurysm on the toilet. Wow. You can have an aneurysm on the toilet. You think it's all about Mr. Coco. You see those guys over there? They're going to leave marshmallows in your cocoa. Your name is what? Anthony. Anthony? Yeah. How old are you? 19. What grade are you in? Senior, my last year. No, he's in the 10th grade. So he's in the 10th grade. So you're not a senior. Are you in the 10th grade, yes or no? Are you in the 10th grade, yes or no? No. You're a liar. You're in the 10th grade. You're in the 10th grade. I only got 10 grade credit. I'm Tony, a.k.a. Pebbles. <laughs> I've got 14 years prison time for burglary. What's, what's, why are you here? Stealing cars. Stealing cars. People work too hard for their money for some little Rudy Poop punk like you to go and break their and take their car. What you been here for? Smoking, being disrespectful. Smoke. <laughs> Smoking and being disrespectful. Yeah. I didn't say you. But having a lot for the crackheads. <laughs> they can't get a phone call out. Can't get commissary. <laughs> take them off. Take them off. Both off. Give me those shoes. Give me those shoes. Take them off. These take kids them are off. like here for just like stupid shit. Most take of off those too. shoes, right? You I want to wait? You want me to take them off? Give me those shoes before I take them off. So y'all twins? Yes. I'm a twin too. I got identical twin brother. He's locked up too. Let me get those. I don't want my shoes. You got your fist balled up. I'm not scared. You so you tough? Yes, I am. Why are you here? Being disrespectful towards my parents, fighting my mom. Your mom says you whoop her. Dang, Who does being that? Disrespectful Who does to your that? parents is gonna She's like get you in looks. jail. In the case I'm of bringing, them just like putting them through 12, these programs, yeah. Oh, domestic assault. I've gotten the physical oh. altercations with my parents, and I'm disrespectful. They always have to pick them up too, like they're a fucking bunch of animals. What type of real is you? Huh? I'm not. I'm not. Oh, now you ain't. I never was. What you got your mama for? Ask me. I think it's the next I'm going to be your mama when you come in here, boy. I want you to hold this, buddy. Here, hold this. This Kool-Aid. We put this on bitches like you. Lick your lips. Now stick your hand in that Kool-Aid. Just stick it in there. 
Now take your finger and just do this to the bottom one. Come here. I kiss you, you orange flavor mother. <laughs> My name's Steve. All right, you 16. can fucking cut it up there. Right, Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, you gotta scare them straight, or in the case, uh, warn them that it's gonna get pretty gay if you get in there. I think it's basically gonna scar them for life, but whatever. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's why I don't think this would survive um, the current culture. I don't think they would allow this to be aired on television. But I had a, a parody of these videos also down here uh, that you could just do. It's like a minute long. It's not that long. But it's from uh, Tyler, the creator. I think there were, uh, it was Loiter Squad, which was on uh, Adult Swim. But it was just like the funniest representation of this for me. Sit down. Not a word till we get back. What y'all little bitch ass in here for? I was caught sucking my dad's. <laughs> I was sucking my daddy when I was seven years old. I filled up him. Come here. I was sucking my boy. daddy's. Why you got so many necklaces? Why you got necklaces? Smell like bitch in here. All y'all smell like bitch to me. Why you in my house? Why you at my fireplace at my dinner? Put my mama house on fire because she she didn't oh, let me oh, cut her. Bitch, oh, you get your mama house on fire. I was doing I was 13 years old. I would inflate an inflatable pool and fill it up with Sherman, get butt naked and oil myself. <laughs> Welcome to my life. How old are you? 12. You know what I owned when I was your age? A Fortune 500 company and I was whooping my own ass. Can I show you something that mean a lot to me? Yeah, everything's so funny until you see what happened to a real in jail. This shit don't mean shit to me, man. Look at me, man. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm, you're off. You should have been out of here 30 minutes ago. That's the janitor? And honestly, be safe. I feel like, you know, we got a lot done today. What the? <laughs> Who are you? Who see are you at the bar. <laughs> Who are you? Janitor? Y'all want to know what real jail like? Yeah. There's a couple really good rappers uh, in that video, which is sort of funny that they had this whole show. But yeah, I think the the scared straight thing might have some application in uh, our current day. I think it would be really funny to like maybe get trolls and like have them just like be bullied mercilessly or something like that. I don't know. There's some way that we can bring this back. Maybe not in like a max penitentiary or anything like that. <laughs> uh, but Dad, was there any uh, takeaway or any unintentional lesson that you had from this movie? Yeah, patience is a virtue. Absolutely. I mean, it took him 18 years. More than that. I think he was... No, he was 18. He was there for 19, 18, 19 years. Yeah, I think he at least hit 19 before he was two months in the hole, if I remember correctly. That was one of my notes. He had like got 19 years, and then he got two months in the hole after the Tommy thing. Well, whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah, in yeah. terms Patience, of... For like, sure. literally, he took a little freaking chis... I mean, what was it? Uh, um, uh, a rock hammer. Rock hammer. Yeah. And just chiseled through it too. I mean, which I don't know. And there's always like this big gap behind the one cell that he has. I mean, is that is he just fortunate that he knew that? Yeah, he was next to the pipes. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like he was able to rappel down. Like he yeah. had the perfect fucking position to be able to do that. And then of course the day, the night that he goes out and he has a rock and he's timing it with the thunder so yeah. nobody hears him. You know, come on now. I, I was the the great escape. Yeah, the best it could be. Yeah. Although that's similar to um, Escape from Alcatraz. 
Really? I have not yeah. seen that one. I know it's one one of my lists down there because it's But like a that's movie. a true story. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh shit. Clint Eastwood was in the movie, mm-hmm. but it's based on a true story. They literally, you know, chiseled through I think they were like these, you know, ventilation ducts or something, but they got into the, you know, into the the backside of the the prison somehow and then mm. they actually constructed um rafts out of like raincoats and stuff yeah. like that. So that cuz of course they had to, you know, cuz Alcatraz is out in the middle of the you know, near the Golden Gate Bridge or something, isn't it? I don't know. Um yeah, something like that. Yeah. Let me see Alcatraz. Alcatraz. But basically they said it was a prison that nobody could ever escape. San Fran, California. Yeah. yeah. And then what else? Um well, it, you had brought this up in the in the intro, and it was like I love the the quote, "Get busy living or get busy dying." Oh yeah, that's the most iconic one for sure, and it, it speaks to a lot more than that. I mean, you gotta fucking take life by the balls. And or the other the balls are gonna. The be other thing I had, else. and it, this is sort of sad, in this fact that I guess there's no place like home because these prisoners had been in there for what. 40 something years and Brooks gets let out and literally he was like pissed that he was being released from prison and then he really didn't even want to be in you know like he got out into normal life and he ended up killing himself well just the monotony of like having to live a normal life makes most people want to kill themselves so if you're institutionalized and you get back out there and you're like I have to be a grocer and fucking bag groceries like and I mean even Red like he wanted to get out like you know he kept going up for parole and then he finally gets let go but then as they get out in the real world they're like oh shit maybe it's because you gotta fucking work (laughs) of course you had to work in prison too to some degree well at least you had some like sort of standing within the the ecosystem of the jail like if you're just like a regular worker out in the the world you really don't have a lot going for you I mean just as like a normal person so I understand it. I understand the temptation to like hang from a random fucking hotel room or whatever the the fact that Brooks and Red actually ended up living in. I guess it was an apartment, right? Yeah. But yeah. You just gotta get that uh uh Zan Wantaneo, is that what the how you say that? Zan Wantaneo? The way that they say the the place. Oh in up in Mexico? Yeah. 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 You just gotta hope you have a special place you can run away to. Yeah. Or, uh, I, I'm trying to remember about. what was the significance of him burying that money in the note. I think to help tree. him get there. Yeah, but the, it had something to do with his wife, wasn't it? Where he met her or something to that effect. Yeah, something like that. In that tree. But why go through that problem? Like, why don't you just like put it in a locker or something and say, "Hey, there's a key." Yeah. <laughs> why make him search all day long yeah. for this one random tree yeah, with this volcanic out, rock? Yeah. yeah. So you could like. I don't know, have some sentimental moment yeah. with your, like, your best friend. And he had all that money. He went into the banks, yeah. you know, and he took all that money. And then, of course, he shows up, and it shows him, like, on the beach with this decrepit boat. Like, he's trying to restore. And it's like, dude, just buy yourself some Yeah, fucking- buy a yacht. Get some, like, local uh, girls on fucking spring break to come <laughs> on hang out with you. Like, you have cash. You've literally duped the system for a decade I now. mean, how much time had passed before, like, that... From the time that he escaped till when Red got out. Mm. A year or two, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. I don't think it was like too, too long. It seems like he got out and then Red was subsequently let out after the new regime took over in terms of like looking yeah. over his case. And I like the fact that he like he escaped and usually if it, you know, escapee, I mean, they track you down within like the day. Yeah. 
And yeah. he was actually, there was like no scene of them trying to, of course, maybe it was because of the, the fact that he blew the whistle on everybody and then. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the fucking warden blew his brains out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess there wasn't too many people who were like dying to get Andy Dufresne back into the jail, uh, aside from maybe Red just to see his friend. But uh, was there any other takeaway that you had? That was it. That was it. Okay. Mine uh, were, if you're willing to crawl through shit, salvation is about 500 yards away. <laughs> so I, I think that's it's pretty true. I mean, this movie does have like a real uh, pertinent message about holding on to hope and being willing to sustain a shitty situation to get <laughs> kind of out of like what you're kind of dealing with. Yeah. So that, that spoke to me for sure. Uh, and I think the one that was most, uh, you know, ringing the bell in terms of a lesson was like bull queers take by force, which <laughs> was was this the weird plot point of this movie, uh, which I just thought, even when I first saw it, I was like, wow, I can't believe there's a whole section of this about Andy just getting like yeah. molested and raped by these people. Yeah, like, I mean repeatedly, and he would think like, and he'd always like say, oh, he put up a good fight, you know, and it's just like at some point, <laughs> yeah, that that had some uh, that was <laughs> something to be applauded for. Well, not. Not just that, but I mean, for the simple fact that, I mean, if it takes that much effort to continually rape this guy, yeah. I mean, you're literally having to fight tooth and nail. I mean, at some point, do you think you're going to just say, hey, this is like way too much work? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that might be part of the fun of it, you know? Putting up a good fight is like what <laughs> makes the ass a little juicier in that respect. Oh, that's sad. Hey, hey, guys, come on. Hey, I got to talk to you real quick. What do you want, Muskie? Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I, I did piss myself a little bit, and I'm fucking sweaty, and you know, I, I, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. I'm, I, I, I want to go to the shower, but I, 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 I don't want to see this blue guy. You know? <laughs> oh. Good luck, Muskie. We're not going to the showers. Oh come on, come on. I, I you know, even though the slap take is dead, I, I'll, I'll fucking get you. You know, uh, I'll get you more wild turkey or something. You know? I'll do anything you want. I just need some protection. You know? You, me, flip up, Rory, no one's going to fuck with me, man. Well, unless you can, you know, pull some wild turkey out of your ass in the next five minutes. No, we're not going to... going to be in my ass if I don't have any fucking help. You might be right there, buddy. Um, well, what exactly do you want us to do? We're not, like, bodyguards. We're podcasters. We're not going to be able to fucking fight off this guy who has, like, a, a weaponized penis. Just, like, you know, just look out, you know, stand around, fucking keep watch. Uh, this guy could be anywhere. Yeah, know? we'll let you know if he comes in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as nonchalantly as we can, we'll uh, let you know if this this potential uh, murdering rapist is is right around the corner. All right, well, you know, I, I gotta get my loofah. Flippa, do you have any uh, extra soap with you or anything Fucking like that? Loofah. Yeah, I mean, I gotta, you know, what? What's, what's wrong with a loofah? <laughs> Where did you get a loofah? The slab taker. <laughs> I had it good until that motherfucker died. You know, I had everything. He was my best friend. He was the only one who really liked me. Really? What? The only person that liked you in the whole prison? Musky, I thought that's were... not fair. I liked you too. Ah, uh, well, you don't really count, Roy. You, you're outside of prison, you know? It's on the inside. I got inside friends now. All right, Flippa, you know, we have, it all, you know, we have our own thing. We have our own relationship. It's not really about, like, what's going on right now. You know what, Flippa? You buy my, uh, you'll be my bodyguard. You can look out, slap the shit out of somebody. You know, you gotta be here for me, buddy. Come on. <laughs> All right, come on, Muskie. Let's let's make this quick. I don't want to have to fucking look at your your nasty ass body, which is admittedly a little more toned. But 
You know, just be quick about it. Let's just get the shower thing out of the way and not have to fucking worry about it, you know? Yeah, we'll watch the door. All right, turn on the water. Uh, turn away. I don't want you guys to see what my dick looks like. We already... Yeah, Flipper. Uh, we already know... <laughs> Flipper wants to go in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Flipper, you know what? Honestly, you, you're you looking a little dry. You were out in the sun all day with these just, dudes like puffing iron. Just throw them on the floor. <laughs> no, Flipper, come on. You're... you're you know, protect the Turn heat. on all the showers. Let Flipper freaking, you know, splash around. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Fine. Come on, Flipper. <laughs> let's let's get you moistured up. Obviously, you need your, your suit and shit like that. So, you know, turn up the heat. Whoa, it's getting pretty, uh, pretty foggy in here. Dad, are you over there? I can't even see you. Yeah, I'm outside the door. Hey, I I'm over here. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm on the corner. I can smell your fear, boy. Oh, no. Oh, hey, what? Blue, where are you? I'm coming around. You better be careful. Hey, uh, hey, come on, guys. This is not funny. Are you guys playing a joke on me? No, I mean, I can't see him. It's completely, you know, fogged out in here. <laughs> oh, oh, I just fell something on my leg. What the <laughs> fuck was that? It felt sharp. <laughs> that was my penis. Oh, my God. Hey, Blue, come on. You, you can't do this when we're all here. I don't want to have to see another, you know, body in the, the, the shower and shit like that. Maske, I'll be sleeping with you tonight if you're not careful. <laughs> you know, no, no, come on. I was, you know, we can make a deal. Why don't we be like, you know, co-head honchos, right? You know, it's like, you know, uh, guys, uh, uh, guys, come on. I, I need some help here. I don't really you're know. You're on your own, Maske. What, what, what are you talking about? What am I on my own? Where are you going? If I went to jail and I had to stay, if I went to jail, would it make me gay? If they lock me up and throw out the Washing off and drop the soap. Will you hear my plea? If I went to jail, would it bring me shame? Would my every fear begin and end with a gangbang?
What makes it okay for my booty to get passed round and round while my heart still longs for a loving touch? If I went to jail, would it bring me shame? Would my every fear begin and end with a gangbang? Showers on. Let's fucking clear this steam out. Obviously, this is sort of like sort of counterintuitive, right? Oh, Musky, come on! You left the fucking shit on the ground. <laughs> well, you said turn off the showers. I'm supposed to wash uh, down the drain. Oh my god! Is he in here? I don't see him. I I think he disappeared. I think he <laughs> I think he just came in here as like a voice to scare you. I wanted to keep it stinky. <laughs> oh, what was that? All right. I, I don't see him. I, I really think he's just playing mind games with you right now, Muskie. This is uh not looking good for you there, buddy. Yeah, I'm 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 obviously freaking the fuck out. What are we gonna do? What what are we gonna do? I mean What are we gonna do, Dad? Why are we even here? <laughs> what? We're just documenting this on our podcast, but I mean Yeah, this is for uh, content. Yeah. What, what, Muskie, what? I mean we're we're making a documentary about you. A, do- a documentary? Yeah. I'm not going to get a dime out of that, right? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but we need you to sign this, um, you know, release form. I'm not signing shit. You guys, you know, you're going to take all this money and fucking take my bar. Uh, We're yeah. actually using the money to, you know, make your bar better. We're doing some renovations. Well, I'm not going to be there because I'm going to get fucking raped to death. Right? That's the fucked up part. You know, guys, you're not helping me. <laughs> All right. Okay. He uh, he sort of has a point. We're not really helping him. Well, I, you're never going to get out of here, anyways. Well, well, wait, wait a minute. What what if I could do something like you know, what if I could escape? Right? I could fucking uh, I got connections. What's your plan? The sleptic, uh, you know, he had people he knew. Um, oh, I just came up with an idea. Okay. Uh, I know some guys in the laundry room who uh, you know, they have to send shit outside. Uh, and they actually, you know, another business actually does the whole laundry for the jail. I can, uh, I can get you guys uniforms. I can fucking hide in the baskets. You know, we can get out of here. You, me, uh, I guess we can get Trump in here. <laughs> Trump, were you in the shower? Uh, I sort of was. Uh, I was, uh, trying to wash off. I didn't want to get all my spray tan on the ground, but, uh, <laughs> I'm a little pale now. I don't want you to see me like this. Damn, that water is orange. Holy shit, you look like a ghost without your fucking, <laughs> without your spray tan. <laughs> Yeah, okay, Muskie. If you can uh, get us the proper disguises, I guess we can try. Otherwise, we're just going to leave and maybe just go to the bar. You know, it seems like we've run out of wild turkey. Uh, I remember it being there, so you're on you're on short time before we leave you to get um, fucked in the butt, I guess, is to be as blunt as we can. All right, you know, I'll go talk to them right now. I'll be right back. All right, yeah, yeah all right. All right, Muskie, we'll, we'll see you then. So, Dad, uh, being that um, Patrick is, uh, 
you know, in training camp, now that he actually got out of prison for actually being, a, like, a good athlete and shit like that, we don't really have uh, any uh, football game to play. We don't really have a game of the week. We were sort of, like, you know, backlogged in that respect. But I do have a couple Rushmores that we can talk about that oh. maybe we can suss out. Maybe. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we could just see if this movie gets And I want to say that I'm very excited for the upcoming NFL season. I mean, training camp starting. Um... You know, will Bill Belichick get fired uh, at the end of the season? Uh, you know, he's just, <laughs> wow, that's really scary. Yeah. Uh, well, that you know, that's that's what's out there. You know, that you know, his his, his job's on the line. I'm uh, Mac Jones. Maybe his job's on the line. I think it would be a a double whammy. Actually, I would almost think that they would release Bill and then keep Mac because I guess Mac has a better relationship with Kraft. No, he costs less money. That's true. We could just yeah. keep him on a fifth-year We have him signed through 2024. Yeah. So, hopefully... But if he, you know, totally fucking shits the bed this year, then, you know, all bets are off. Maybe uh, Tom will come back. No way. He's never coming back. Tom is, like, is is dating um, Bradley Cooper's ex and Ronaldo, uh, Chris, Christian Ronaldo's ex and shit like that. Really? I had a bet that he was going to go on a date with Kim K, and I think that... Bet is not going to pay out for me, but he is. Wow, yeah. that would fucking break the internet. Yeah, no, honestly, uh, it was it was kind of there. It was right there. He was like at a party with her, and they were flirting, and you know, I really thought I was going to cash out, but that would be just about right for Kim K, though. She's I think that's always dating ex basketball. Well, she's dating rapper. black guys mostly. Football player would be right. The, that's the logical next step. Yeah, they're both in their 40s. You yeah. know, they're probably in a different phase of their career. Uh, Kim K is going to take the helm of, like, the Kris Jenner with her own children at some point. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know how I would feel about a, a Kanye and Tom Brady feud. That seems like that would be a No, little, that would be fucking awesome. That would be fucking awesome. But he's not Jewish, so he really couldn't hate him. <laughs> fucking Kanye's rapping shit about Tom Brady. Then Tom Brady comes out with his own rap song. Mm -hmm. <sighs> God, that would be the most divorced thing that he could possibly do. Yeah. If Tom Brady ever rapped over a beat, I <laughs> would almost have to subtract a Super Bowl from his resume. That seems like there'd have to like be something that was, you know, a stain against him. Uh, but you know, hey, it's a crazy world. I'm expecting shit to go really south in the next like five years. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're talking I mean, about the you know, of we have like unbelievably hot. You know, the hottest temperature ever recorded on Earth. People are going to get fucking pissed. You know what I mean? They're going to get all, like, freaked out because they're going to be hot. They're going to be bothered. Yeah. And they're going to do crazy shit. Yeah. The heat brings out uh, the crime. Honestly, the crime rate always skyrockets, uh, skyrockets in the summer, and it's only going to get worse the hotter that yeah. it gets. So, you know, maybe at that point, uh, Kim K is going to get a flyer with Brady, but... We'll just have to hope the the universe sort of like gives us that attaboy to uh, have the content to talk about. <laughs> but dad, the first one up I uh, have on uh, the Rushmore is best prison movie. Does Shawshank beat out The Green Mile, Cool Hand Luke, American History X, or Escape from Alcatraz? And I also had The Great Escape as like an outlier. Uh, he's technically a, what, in a concentration camp in that movie, but. Yeah, do you think Shawshank would get on this t this top four? Um, I kind of think it should. Yeah, I would. I put it there. Where 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 are we leaning in terms of taking it off of a movie like that's on here already? Oh man, because the Green Mile is another Dara Darabont. Yeah, Darabont movie. 
So that maybe is in conflict, but that's also a pretty good prison movie in it, respect. Cool Hand Luke got Paul Newman, you know, killing it. American History X isn't a full prison movie. He does get raped in that movie. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yes, he does. And then Escape from Alcatraz, which we talked about. What do you think is the weak link here? Um, well, I think specifically because American History X has partial, partially it's about a prison movie. There's a lead up to prison. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's well, not just like curb a, stomps the guy. Yeah. I, I mean, I, uh, I don't know. That it's, might be the one that's like the most non quote unquote prison movie because Escape it has the from whole Alcatraz. App. I might be inclined to take that off. Really? Just yeah. because we talked about it. Um It just wasn't, you know, I I don't know. It just the story wasn't that great. Hmm. It was just sort of uh playing out the true story yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with it. I haven't seen that movie myself. I mean, the thing of it is it says Escape from Alcatraz. There's no there's no surprise there. That's true. They're yeah. gonna escape. You just and know then you straight just have out. to wait and see how they do it. That's kind of true. You don't know that uh, Andy is going to get out until the very end unless you've been um, aware of movies in the last 25 fucking years or whatever, 29. So I'm okay with taking Escape from Alcatraz out just to put Shawshank in because they're both escape movies. One is a, a little bit better at hiding you know, the lead. Uh, and I think there's probably some more emotionality from what I understand. I don't think you know, Clint is, is given the same performance that uh, Andy and... You know, red. I guess you have to question whether Shawshank Redemption is a good title. It's not. It's weird. I don't think it has the because that was appeal. one of the, the you know the the things that they said against the movie. Yeah, that's why it didn't do so good because the like the title just like what the fuck is that? Yeah, what's, what's Shawshank? And why is he being redeemed? He didn't actually commit the crime. You know, that's the funny thing. I guess the only person who's redeemed is Red, being that he did kill somebody and spent forty years in prison, but. Andy was the only man in Shawshank that didn't commit a crime. So what did he need to be redeemed for? You know, he was raped and he uh, committed tax evasion. I guess he stole a bunch of money from a guy who eventually killed himself. But yeah, I think the name could be different. So are we we're good to put it on? Yeah, I think it should. I think Alcatraz could pass. So and we're then- taking Alcatraz off. I guess. I guess we're keeping American History X because yeah. we're neo Nazis. Well, I don't remember how much acclaim that that movie got, anyways. Escape from Alcatraz. Uh, I wonder if it's like on the, um, you know, the Congress. Uh, nah, list or I don't think like it's that. you know noteworthy. Whatever. No, it's not. Wor- I mean, it has a ninety-seven on Rotten Tomatoes and a seven point six on IMDb. Wow. So I mean, it is well received. It's probably one. What of- about American History X? American History X. That is a 96 and an 8.5. So it is a better rated movie as well. And Ed Norton is just like ripping it up in that movie. He's jacked. He's He dunks the basketball, if I remember correctly. That was actually a movie that we watched uh, on my DC trip when I was like in um, middle really? school. Really? Who let you watch that? Well, it was just on during like uh, some hotel that we were in, like maybe Virginia or something like that. And oh, was, just like on HBO or something? Yeah, it was just like available on the television and like all of us in the room watched it, uh, which was like not the worst thing people did during that DC trip. I remember hearing stories about like some uh, dudes like sharing a bed and jerking off in the same bed. When what? We 
that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> when you're a horny boy, I guess that's sort of like more acceptable. I don't really know how to justify that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, sometimes you're feeling crazy and you're on your DC trip. That and DC trip, man, I don't know. Everybody think, has some stories from that. Yeah, exactly. You're eating too much candy. You're jerking off <laughs> with other dudes in the, the bed. So you're feeling good about it. Oh, uh, uh, where were the chaperones? They were not in the room. They they put tape over the doors to make sure you couldn't get out, but they didn't want to get in. That's sort of the problem. Oh, right. How many kids were in a room? <sighs> Three to four, mostly. I think I remember correctly. How did they determine who stayed with who? It was just random? I think you got to pick. I think you you're, you're like, you, you could, could pick your group yeah. type of thing. Because I remember I had beef with one kid or like, I don't know, I had like an argumentative relationship with one of the kids and like, I, I just didn't fuck with him at all. I, we can't get in the DC trip. We're at the end of the episode. <laughs> this was when I was like 13 years old. Um, okay. Uh, best Stephen King movie as the last Rushmore we have. Does Shawshank beat out The Shining, Misery, Carrie, Stand By Me, or the outside pick of The Dead Zone as like an extra, you know, conversational pick? Does Shawshank beat out any of these top four? I guess it, I, I guess it has to. I think it should. Because it is like the most well received and critically acclaimed Stephen King movie. If I was gonna take one off, I take Misery. Mm, don't like to see the cobbling. <sighs> well, only because I like the other three movies more. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were you're a big fan. I of love Carrie, The Shining. Right? Yeah, Shining. Carrie, like I think that's one of the greatest movies ever. Yeah. I, there are like scenes that in that movie that are just fucking blew my mind. Oh, Prime I mean, De Palma. De Palma fucking killed it for sure. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen Stand By Me, but of those three, I mean, I I definitely like those for sure. And The Shining is like one of my all-time favorites. Uh, I remember doing a, a parody of that with a couple friends of mine for like a birthday gift from for one yeah. of my friends. I, I, yeah, I yeah, remember I, remember I saw showing the video. That. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was a sort of uh, a, a seminal memory. You did the memory. bar scene. I did, yeah. We smoked weed instead of like <laughs> drinking alcohol. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, that was my my greater sin, as I wanted to get high. I think, which is like sort of still something I struggle with. So it makes sense that that was my choice of substance in that movie. But Shawshank is definitely gonna have to get on here, and I'm okay with kicking misery out. Uh, Kathy Bates, I guess that's a good to movie rocks. too. I'm just you know something's gotta go. I yeah. mean, considering that it won, you know, was nominated for seven Academy Awards and. The most of any Stephen King movie. Yeah. And it just has the reputation of being one of the greatest. And I might be, time. you know, biased that, you know, Carrie, because I guess some people might take Carrie off. Yeah, I think Carrie's too important, though. Like, that does have such a, a power to it. In the same way that Carrie had powers of her own, that movie has power over people. I mean, we got Kubrick, De Palmer, um, Darabont. Oh, Darabont did Misery? No, no. I'm oh, Shawshank. Like, yeah, Shawshank. I don't know who, who did. Who did uh, Misery? Uh, that's a good question. Stand By Me was um, Rob Reiner. Yeah. Right. And, uh, oh, uh, Misery was also Rob Reiner. Oh. Reiner's in bed with King, for sure. Yeah, well, he can't have two. Yeah, no. Absolutely <laughs> so we're kicking out Misery, we're putting out Shawshank, and we're feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. Did you ever see The Dead Zone? The, yeah, that's, isn't that about... Um, like some guy wakes up from a coma or something like that. It was um, uh, Walken, Christopher yeah. Walken. Yeah. Yeah. I have not Wasn't seen it that about one. like a it was politician a in the Dead Zone? I, th- I don't know. I can't. I, I haven't seen it, so I, I can't really speak on it. But I know it was a Cronenberg movie. 
Hey, uh, hey, come on, guys. I, 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 you know, I got the, the disguises. I'm a little frantic right now, but I got you guys some mustaches and some fucking jumpsuits. You know, I even brought the, uh, the baskets up here. Me and Trump just got to jump in and uh, it should be all set. Robo Trump and uh, Flippa said they were going to get the car. You know, it's good. Dude, you do. You're like sweating. You have a freaking dolphin and a rat driving the getaway car? No, I said Robo Trump, but yeah, Rory's oh, over there. Oh, Robo Trump? Well, Rory's over he's there. He's like fucking four feet tall and he's a <laughs> robot. He can't reach the pedals. Yeah, dude. He has like Maybe this... he can jack into the like the auto drive system or something, man. I mean, I guess that's possible. I don't know if they get in a fucking Tesla or not, if it's like a van or whatever. Good plan, Muskie. Hey, listen, I did what I can. I had connections and I fucking used them. And you guys are like my only hope. So, I mean, uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to fucking put the mustaches on and get the jumpsuits and shit? <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> what do you mean? We have I have a mustache already and my dad has a beard. Why did you get fake mustaches? Because <laughs> I wanted to be a disguise. I don't know if the fucking warden sees you guys. You, would they question you? Would you be working as a fucking, you know, laundromat person if you're doing a, a podcast? Why didn't you get me like a Ronald Reagan mask or something? What is it? Fucking point break? I don't yeah. know. This is not the same, you know, criminal movie. I'm trying to break out of prison, not, you know, We're rob a bank. We're filming this, damn it. Are we? Where's the camera? Oh, I see it over there. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. Hey, uh, turn this shit off. I don't even know who's operating that. They're drones, Muskie. It's fine. Okay, uh, fine. Let's. Dad. Did you freaking queue up the Musk mothership? Well, I don't even know what that is. Fucking, you know. Uh, what do you mean you don't know what it is? I don't know where that is. Oh. Trump left it somewhere. Uh, in Robo Trump uh, needs to operate it. I don't even know. Selena's been gone. I forgot about that bitch. Actually, have you guys like turned that shit on again? Is Selena back? I don't want to be an accessory to getting you out of this prison. Then why am I even here? What did I just do this for? Because <laughs> you're scared. Because you're worried that Blue Regard is gonna you know, blow your back out. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not the top dog anymore. I am scared. I'm fucking worried. You're underdog. I'm, I'm about to be, you know, six feet under because uh, he's going to kill me with his dick. So, please, guys, come on. You know, we have some good times. I saved you guys in space uh, before I, you know, let you guys hang out at my bar. Please. Honestly, I feel fucking desperate that I'm asking you guys. I just feel like you're going to screw everything up. I mean, we're really, you know, getting some good progress at your bar. Um... Your kid, I mean, he's just happy. They're walking kid. now? Did what? you know that? Yeah. What? What? He actually said his first word. What did he say? <laughs> what did he say? Come on, don't fucking laugh. I want to know. He said, My kid's walking and he's, he's talking? Yeah, well, he, he called me daddy. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? This is fucking traumatic as fuck. All right, you know what? I'm jumping into the carriage. Put on those fucking jumpsuits. I'm taking my kid back. This is fucked up. I, I, I mean, did you guys record it? Do you have a video? Oh, yeah, yeah, we have a fucking video. Yeah, of course, yeah. Of course, on Instagram. We have these drones and shit. Man. He's Instagram. Actually, he's going to be a, a social media freaking star now. I mean, he's Brock. It's okay, Muskie. I have a, a lot of kids who don't like me. It's uh, just sort of the way it works out. <laughs> All right, shut up, Trump. Jump in the fucking carriage. You know, we're going to get pushed out of here. Uh, and, you know, we'll figure this out when we get out. All right, I'm, I'm, Dad, I'm just going to put the jumpsuit on. Honestly, I don't think, being that we have podcasting privileges, I don't know how much it really extends to us being able to do whatever we want. 
Uh, but yeah, well, I'm tired of being here anyways. Let's get the hell out. I mean, whatever. I mean, if this flashes back on me, I'll be pissed. But <laughs> yeah, if we get put in here, that's an even bigger issue. Yeah. I mean, what what, what kind of prison sentences can we get for breaking somebody out of prison? I think a lot. I think yeah. that would be like a big crime. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a big crime and to break it, you know out that, of prison. You know, now that Blue is, you know, head, you know, whatever you want to call him. Head cock. Head predator. <laughs> yeah, that seems about right. All right. Just get under these, like, towels or whatever. Uh, and Trump, you know, keep your head down, too. Um, oh, those aren't towels. <laughs> Ooh, it smells uh, kind of stinky in here. What is this? Yeah, there's a few rosebuds in there. Oh, oh Jesus, guys. I didn't think this was going to be... These fucking, you know, the laundry guys fucked me over. Right, shut up, Muskie. We're, we're moving the yeah, carts along. They're laughing their ass off at you now, Muskie. All right, we're uh, we're pushing along. We're, uh, we're 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 making good progress. We're actually almost near the exit. I yeah. think we're gonna get out of here, no problem. All right, hey, take it easy. Yeah, just taking the laundry out. Uh, excuse me, gentlemen. Uh, oh, hi. Uh, I am the uh, laundry man. Nice to meet you. Uh, gentlemen, I don't, uh, really know you. You, uh, have, uh, sort of a double mustache. Sort of looks like a, uh, sort of a goatee. But, uh, <laughs> I understand you're, uh, taking the laundry out. Is that right? Uh, yeah. I am, uh, uh, taking the laundry to, uh, the laundromat, and we, uh, wash all the, uh, dirty underwear for the prisoners. Isn't that right, my, uh, good friend and partner? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, we are uh, uh, just your uh, everyday normal uh, laundry people. Yeah, we get the crap out. Uh, that's what I was hoping for. Uh, Mr. Warden, why don't you uh, come over here? Skitters! Uh, boys, I, uh, I hear you're uh, going to get these, uh, these dirty underwear very clean. Is that right? Absolutely. You know who I am. Who? I'm the warden of this whole entire prison. Oh, oh. Oh, Warden. Ah. You look sort of familiar. Have I seen you I around here before? I do a special job on your underwear, sir. Well, I would hope so, because you look sort of familiar. Do I know you? No. What kind of accent is that? Uh, I am from Zumunda. Zumunda? Yeah. Where is that? It is, um, you know, just the left of Albuquerque. So you're you're from the United States, is that what no, you're saying? No, 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 no. We 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 love Albuquerque, and there's a a city within Zamunda that we call Albuquerque. A big fan, big fan. How long have you been working as a laundromat? Uh ever since I got here. Uh. We do whites only. I actually like these guys. I only like whites only as well. <laughs> All right, well, uh, listen, I got some, uh, I got some dirty underwear, boys. I think I gotta give you maybe some, uh, couple skitters, if that's okay. We specialize in skitters. <laughs> we clean all day. All right, well, hey, listen. Would you like them extra starchy? As the, uh, the warden, I also like my underwear extra starchy, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna... That's weird. No, we don't use starch. I was joking. Well, I want them extra starchy. Why don't you shine my shoes as well? No, don't sign shoes. God, you strike a hard bargain. I can't believe we signed a deal with you for this prison, but, you know, I'm... I... The prices you pay, that's all you get. Skithers, that's it. Uh, hey, listen, uh, laundry man. I, I got a lot of stress as the warden, and uh, my underwear might be a little extra 
you know, gross. So, can you promise me that there are not going to be any fucking marks on these? We'll do our best. All right. I'll, I'll just throw it in this basket over here. That all right? Yeah. Wait. Hold on. We have a special basket for really, you really skither, heavy skids. Oh, yeah. Put it in mine. You can store it in mine. Yeah. Good. Put it in the heavy uh, skid basket. Uh, 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 whoa. Um, hey, what? What is that? Uh, I don't know if I like the uh, the sound of that basket. Uh, oh, no, that, that is, is just okay. the. Uh, no, that is okay. That is just the, the smell of the stink. Yeah, the it, smell of the yeah, stink. No, you know the, the the person pushing that one. You know he has a, a big job to do, and sometimes it, it gets really stinky. Officer Coochie Smith, we need your help over here. Somebody's getting fucked by this new blue guy. Uh oh. Oh jeez. Yeah, right. uh, Officer Coochie Smith, you better go now. You. you uh, all right, I'm, uh, I'm 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 getting out of here. You guys better clean. Don't my you underwear. worry. Clean undies for you. Special. And remember to starch my underwear and shine my shoes, you fucking Albuquerque bitch. <laughs> okay, right. we will uh, see you later. Yeah, Thank you so I, much. I give you special, special job. Yeah. Fuck you. That was fucking close down. Let's go. Pull him out of here. Okay, we're out. We're outside. Oh, uh, the car's coming around. <laughs> Beep boop. Come on, boys. Get in quick and let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, get, get out of the bastards. Trump, Musky, get in the car. All right, uh, uh, flip, come on, flip it, floor it. <laughs> come on, Flipper, let's get out of here. Yeah, Flipper has to hit the gas. Hurry up, Flipper, hit the gas. Freaking Robotrump can't reach the pedals. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, dude, we're peeling out of here. I hope that's not going to set off any alarms. Flipper, break, break. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, whoa, okay, Flipper, like, we're, we're getting on the highway. Chill out. Chill, don't draw any attention to yourself. Jesus, guys, come on. This is, uh... I, I bet it was actually pretty good. That was a good plan, Muskie. Yeah, of course it was a fucking good plan. You know, I, I thought this all out. I mean, you guys threw that fucking underwear right on my fucking face. But, you know, I was willing to, you know, suck it up. It's better than getting raped. <laughs> You're kind of right there. Oh, uh, well, you know, I was getting a little tired of the prison myself. I mean, it's depressing. Um, it's lawless. And um, I don't know that there's any rehabilitation to be done there. So, Muskie, we're going to try to, you know, maybe teach you something, make you a better man. But, hey, Muskie, turn on the radio. Muskie. Turn it right, on. I'm, I'm turning on the dial. Come on. Don't fucking yell at me. I'm, I'm, I'm traumatized. I'm covered in shit. And I smell kind of smell bad. Oh, God, God damn it. <laughs> Did you guys cue this up? What is this? <laughs> yeah, Musk, we called it in the radio station or something. I don't know. This is just like maybe a coincidence. But this is maybe the perfect song that we could ride out onto. Because, uh, Dad, let's just do the Jack the Man through the window. Hey, what's your wine rating? Well, or I guess, what's your, <laughs> what's your turkey rating? I am giving it five out of five because I am fucking feeling okay. And that Muskie, I don't know that I should be feeling this good that you're free, but I hope you're reformed. I'm definitely not, but you know I, I really appreciate you guys fucking helping me out. You know, you know, free wild turkey for a month, right? Whatever we have in the bar is yours. You're damn right. We were gonna take that anyway, dude. All right. Well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just happy to be out, guys. This is incredible. We broke into jail. <laughs> Alright, yeah, okay. We, we, we have I to, know I'm gonna regret this. I think we are too, but you know, I think for my turkey rating, I'm gonna do. Um, God. I'm gonna do five out of five 
Oh, yeah, I am going to five out of five. Five out of five um, morning star penises. <laughs> That's yeah. not a good rating. I'm Wait a minute. <laughs> five out of five. Zen Wantaneo escapes. So let's just do that, maybe. Yeah, Mexican vacations. Yeah, five out of five Mexican yeah. vacations. We're going to Mexico right now after yeah. that, dude. That's, I'm feeling sort of tropical. Yeah. Maybe we're going to have a good time. We definitely got to go south of the border. We got to get out of here. I don't want to change our identity. Yeah. I what? mean, we need to sell the bar. Yeah. And uh, we're going to sell the bar. Come on! No, Musky, we're out of here, buddy. Well, we can talk about that one. Maybe in the You're next episode. You're a criminal, and we finally get you out of... Yeah, I'm a fucking fugitive. I'm on the run. Whatever. You know, I don't want to yeah. sell the bar, though. And once you get... When you get... That's the first thing you got to do. All right, guys. Let's head to Mexico. We can figure out our uh, trip, I guess, uh, elsewhere, and maybe to Mexico in the next episode. But until then, uh, just like always... We have no idea what we're doing, and hopefully on the other end we're going to figure it out. But until then, we're just going to have to see you next time. Yep! Bye-bye! Bye-bye! And don't drink and drive!